Wait, what did you say? Nothing. What? I cheated my way into the gifted program. And, and welcome to Patreon. <laughs> 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 Yeah, and they all, it also kind of becomes like a weird Russiagate thing, too, where they're like, this is about Montauk, Monarch, and MK Ultra, and then the second and third season, they're like, but the Russians did it way they, worse. They did that a bunch. Like, even in this season, there's a lot of, well, it's a lot of it set in Russia, but it's also just like so, I don't really know what they're trying to do. Like, obviously, Netflix must have some serious weird military money coming their way for some of these things yeah so, no it really I, yeah. makes you wonder if like somebody very gave, gave them a little elbow in the rib and was like you better turn this shit on, on yeah. the russians um if you're going to be putting this shit out there i i think that's kind of curious and it's also there's a weird connection to the the nostalgia pill that they're referencing of all the 80s movies and the right. you know the post the, the height of the Cold War, rather, and the, the villainry of yeah. Russia in a lot of those films. Um, that's pretty lame. But, I mean, uh, they're trying to make it, like, appeal to our own anti-Russia thing right now. It's like this, uh, like, I, and I don't know enough about the situation to really have a serious stance, but I feel like when there's a concerted effort in our entertainment to like make us feel a certain way. It's probably like <laughs> probably suspicious to some extent. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, um, I mean the first season, obviously like there is a lot of touchstones of, of true conspiracy stuff. You have the sensory deprivation tank, um, right. the, the stuff that we're talking about at SRI, the parapsychological experiments, um, the, programs that we know went on with gifted children even kind of reminds you of the stuff that whitley streber talks about going on at uh which air force base was that and i don't know texas something something in texas i don't remember the name it's but, one of the big yes. ones i just can't i can't remember the name right now but um yeah i mean there's the the john Lilly stuff obviously um right it is kind of like a hodgepodge of like with like a sort of uh the the broth being uh, if it's a stew the broth being the Montauk project yeah and then various just like conspiratorial reference points um, but it is it's very monarchy too and you know it is especially uh, this new season as Stephen had just said uh, he deems Monarch to be a hoax um, there's not much out there to um, you know confirm the legitimacy of the idea of a Monarch program although as I was telling ben earlier i mean it's odd because you know monarch may very well be 100 percent a hoax but at the same time a lot of the stuff that the monarch literature puts out there is real stuff that occurred through mk ultra studies right um so i don't know there's like a truth to the fiction in that way which is right yeah it's just like uh, it's based on things that happened but given sort of like a like a sci-fi treatment or something. Um, yeah, I mean, for example, like I, I was, you know, flipping through Sinister Forces. Um, mm. It's always just a great refresher. Um, was yeah, flipping through Sinister Forces, book one, the nine, um, and he's talking about uh, Cameron. What was Cameron's first name? Who? Ewan. Cameron Ewan, or Ewan Cameron rather. Um, yeah. Ewan Cameron, who 
you know, was funded by uh, Bluebird, I guess, one of the one of the M- Proto MK Ultra programs. Yeah, um, I mean, he was funded by the CIA. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's all that code name stuff that gets so bogged down. I think it, I think it was Bluebird, but yeah, in, yeah, pro- it sounds right. In in one particularly harrowing episode, he left a woman who presented as simply suffering from menopause in a semper, uh, sensory deprivation for 35 days, and yeah, this that's was insane. this was after a prolonged period of depatterning and 101 days of psychic driving. Cameron yeah, wrote this it one. It sounds off. so violent. Yeah. No favorable results were obtained. We don't know what eventually became of this poor woman, whom we only know as Mary C. Except for a notable citation by the CIA official at the time that it was impossible to tell if the sensory deprivation or the psychic driving had done the most damage. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like, that's real, that's documented, and, and that's a large aspect of the Stranger Things plot, you know? Totally. It's like, I mean, yeah, they definitely take a lot from that. I mean, except that they kind of, I don't think you and Cameron was trying to unlock psychic potential. I think he was trying to just like find ways to take control of the human mind and like yeah. either erase or implant things into it. Exactly. Uh, which is the, yeah. right. So it's kind of like a look like, again, it's like a like stranger things is like the sci-fi rendition of um, these sort of atrocities that really did happen. And but it, you and Cameron's it, so interesting because you can like, it's like, they're hard to find, but you can still buy his book. Uh, he, he wrote this monograph on memory called remembering and you can still just buy, it was like put out by an academic press in the fifties. Um, and looking at it now in light of what he later went on to do is like extremely, extremely harrowing. You should, yeah, <laughs> right. listener, if you can find a copy of Remembering by Dr. Ewan Cameron, uh, it's a good Halloween read. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other Harvey Weinstein um, right. <laughs> wrote a book about his father, yeah. uh, who was a patient or experimentee of Ewan Cameron's. Right. and um, Psychiatry this- and the CIA. It's a... Uh, Another, I mean, yeah, this guy was like, he's kind of like one of those guys that they, it's not quite a limited hangout, but he's like one that they've allowed to be called like a monster. Like mm-hmm. there's not really any argument in like the popular literature that you and Cameron like went beyond the realms of humanity kind of, but he was doing it all. Like he wasn't just like a rogue agent. He was like doing this all and being paid for it by the CIA, <laughs> like and, not and- within the country, like in Canada. Yeah, and I mean, this guy seems like he was suffering from the use of heavy aspects of neurolinguistic programming, um, not being able to perform tasks without, say, like humming a song. Um, He suffered uh, memory loss, like long-term memory loss for 10 years. Um, Processes were tethered to um, routine, like... uh, yeah routine events that would like carry him through these processes and stuff. So it's kind of this like, it makes sense to me. I can see how that could happen. Like, it seems like I could do that to myself if I ever wanted to. So I, it's, that's why it's so scary is because I mean, I don't think that psychology or psychiatry really understand the human experience in like a total way, but they can definitely like 
fuck with the machine that transmits it to a certain extent or to so much of an extent that it like ruins your life it's just like very scary that, that stuff to me and that's the kind of stuff that um nick land was like experimenting with in the 90s using nlp in a in a right. almost like crowleyan sense to um speak in these certain like mathematical patterns and stuff to try and like change his own consciousness and it's kind of that's kind of just like poetry too which is an interesting way to look at structured language is sort of not by by default but it is pretty closely related to poetic language and yeah then you have like a connection uh like it's a weird connection which levinda actually makes in sinister forces between um the works of you and cameron and bluebird and like deconstructivism of like Derrida and stuff. Right. Yeah. Totally. And, and, and then yeah. of course Derrida also writes about ontology, which is basically like the uh main aspect of, of um the the uh formal makeup of stranger things and it's nostalgia poisoning, you know? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean and we uh the nostalgia aspect of Stranger Things is I feel like it's like hidden in plain sight as like maybe if we're gonna assume for some reason that Stranger Things is like some sort of, if not a psyop and some sort of like cultural spell, which maybe all entertainment is to an extent. Mm. I feel like that is like this very medium is the messagey kind of thing, like that the nostalgia isn't like a selling point or a feature of it, but like that is almost the Visit and join at patreon.com slash consensus on reality for exclusive episodes, written content and more. I repeat patreon.com slash consensus on reality for horrible spells and artificially intelligent overlords.